Come on in, everybody. TNHoller.com is where you can find us at the TN Holler on Twitter and Facebook. We also have hollers hollering all across Tennessee. All thanks to your support. We really do appreciate that. Your small dollar monthly donations keep us going. Big thanks to Elisa Parker. If you need a home, do it through her. She's very supportive of us. And if you need a lawyer, Abby Rubenfeld is who you should reach out to. All right, let's talk about some stuff. First of all, seen a lot of lies being thrown around right now about what happened this week at our Capitol. And I wanted to come on here and give you guys my take. I was there. I was there. So I'm going to tell you what happened, not what I heard happened, not what Speaker Sexton's snake lying ass is saying happened. That dude, I mean, I knew this guy was capable of some nonsense. But Speaker Sexton has really revealed himself in the wake of what happened this week. It is some really ugly stuff, and it says a lot about who he is as a human being. It's really important that we know that. I'm grateful that we now know what Speaker Sexton really is, a service to our state. First of all, I just want to say this. Obviously, all of this starts with an unspeakable tragedy that happened at Covenant. Heart goes out. Everybody who was touched by the tragedy, everybody in our state, in our city, in our country, really, that keeps getting impacted by our absurd gun situation in this country. And it is the guns. Let's start by saying that. That set us apart. We don't see this kind of mass killing in other countries. Other countries have video games. They have TV. They have mental illness. They don't have hundreds of millions of guns everywhere. That's what sets us apart. There's no good answer for why we should have AR-15s given to everybody who wants one. It's crazy. And it's killing children. I was up at the Capitol this week asking our legislators the day after, what are you willing to do to keep it from happening again? And they were silent. They walked by me. Disheartening to see how unwilling they are to talk. And that's on camera. Off camera, actually, surprisingly, There's probably a dozen of them that were willing to talk to me, but they wouldn't do it on camera because they're cowards. They're afraid that if they look like they're even remotely open to having a conversation about gun safety laws, that they're going to get primaried by the NRA or whatever. So I guess they'd rather just have kids die so that they can keep their seats. I guess that's the logic there. It's gross. And frankly, the ones that are open to it, but won't say it on camera, I almost find that more disgusting because... At least they know the right thing to do, but they won't do it. That brings us to Thursday morning, a peaceful rally at the Capitol. It started at 8 a.m. I was a little late. A lot of people were there. I had messages from people in my life, don't go to those things. Went to that one. People that don't go to rallies went to that rally. It was organic. Those were parents and children. I was shocked by how many young people were there. Shocked and completely encouraged by how many young people were there. Not only were there, they led it. They were leading the charge. It was heartening to see how many young people were there. It was it was a beautiful thing. There was a rally outside, some good speeches. Then we went inside. And inside, there were even more young people calling on these legislators to do their jobs. For Speaker Sexton to take what they were doing and turn that into an insurrection. He went on and he called that an insurrection. I'm just so disgusted by it because it minimizes their pain. It dismisses what this state and this city are going through. And he's doing it all for political reasons. And it's really an ugly thing. And trying to take over the House floor, started pulling out a megaphone and shouting at members to incite riot. Uh, you had people in the outside the chamber who rushed the state troopers to try to get inside the chamber. They weren't successful. Okay, so you heard him right there, right? He said people tried to rush the chamber. 
Okay, there's one lie. Rush the chamber. That is not what happened. Nobody tried to rush the chamber. Okay, let's get that clear right now because that's a clip that's being played on Fox News by all the right-wing agitators playing that clip of quote-unquote rushing the chamber. That is not at all what happened. What did happen, there were some kids that were there that decided to block a bathroom door where Representative Paul Sherrill was. When the trooper that Sherrill was with came out, they saw the kids standing there and they immediately grabbed, pulled him into the bathroom. First of all, these are all kids. You can see these are all kids. Look at that. Look at those faces right there. Those are students. Those are kids. These are not, as Paul Rudd said, out-of-state paid anarchists. I can't believe he's, he said that on the radio today to WGNS. Do those look like paid anarchists to you, Tim Rudd? These are children that left school to come and ask you to keep them alive. And now you guys are going on the radio and lying on them and saying that they tried to rush the floor. They did not try to rush the floor. Not one of these troopers will tell you that they tried to rush the floor. I was there the whole time. Go ask a trooper. So they were saying, come on through, because that's the bathroom door at the back there. And every time one of these Republican legislators wanted to go to the bathroom, they asked an armed trooper to escort them to the bathroom. These kids had gone through security. They didn't have guns. They didn't have weapons. They had nothing metal on them. These are just kids. They're from school. And the Republican legislators were so afraid of them that each one of them, every time they went to the bathroom, had multiple troopers escort them to the bathroom out of fear of these young kids. These are kids. Three of the kids got in front of the bathroom door. Paul Sherrill and the trooper are trying to come out. The trooper doesn't say, hey, move out of the way or I'm going to arrest you or anything like that. He just immediately grabs this kid by the neck. That is wrong, first of all, right there. I'm not saying they should have been blocking the bathroom door. Shouldn't have done that. They're kids. Tell them to move. You don't grab them by the neck like this. These are children. These are teenagers. Grabs them by the back of the neck, pulls him into the bathroom. Then he pushes the other kid with Cheryl hanging on for dear life, like he's being attacked. They grab this kid, they pull him, they pull him, they pull him as they're pulling Cheryl. And that clip that you just saw from an other angle is what Fox News is using to say that they rushed the chamber. They did not rush the chamber. That kid was getting pulled along. And then they rush out and grab the kid and pull him back. And that is what they use to look like, make it look like he's rushing the chamber. They immediately let him go. To the trooper's credit, they released him a minute later. There was no rushing the chamber. There was no violence. There was no insurrection. There was no mob. There were some angry teenagers in the rotunda, thousands of pissed off parents outside, Tennessee parents. And then inside the chamber was basically business as usual, which was frankly infuriating. And it happened all week like that. And that is what was upsetting to a lot of the Democrats, including Justin Jones, Justin Pearson, and Gloria Johnson. Because of that, business as usual vibe inside decided they had to do something to shake things up and disrupt because thousands of people were outside calling for action. And so what did they do? Let's watch what they did. I'll tell you what they didn't do. They didn't get violent, attack anybody. They walked up to the well, which is where people speak, and they had a megaphone because they knew that the microphone was going to get cut. Otherwise, they weren't going to be able to be heard. Is this against the rules? Yes. Does it break decorum? Yes. Can you be upset about that if decorum is your thing and rules are what you care about most? Sure, that's valid. And I think Gloria, Justin, and Justin would all tell you that, yeah, they know they broke the rules and they're willing to deal with the consequences of that. But in their heart, they felt like something had to be done in that moment. Business as usual was unacceptable. And I was feeling that viscerally this week in the legislature, not at the Capitol, but in the halls where the committee meetings are happening. 
day of and the day after the shooting, it was like nothing had happened. It made me sick. You feel like you're a part of that if you just go along with it. And it's like with everything else in our state. You have two choices. You can either push back against these things, the drag ban, the trans youth health care ban, the abortion ban, the lack of gun control. The list goes on and on and on. You have two choices. You can either push back against that stuff or you can normalize it. There's no third option. I say it all the time on here. I feel it in my soul. There is no third option. These three legislators, feeling that also, they went up to the well and they did something about it. No action, no peace. No action, no peace. No action, no peace. This is a very brave thing to do. This is not a normal thing that happens on the House floor. This is a brave thing to do. Take over the well, refuse to move with all these powerful, let's be real, white men in suits around threatening to do whatever they're going to do to them next. As of right now, expulsion is a possibility for these three. A lot of people on the right are now basically calling for them to be expelled. And we're starting to see more lies from Speaker Sexton. He just went on Fox News tonight and lied and called it an insurrection. And so it seems like they're starting to tee that up. But this was a brave thing to do. And I appreciate that they did it. And I think it showed the people who showed up that day that their voices were being heard. Business as usual was unacceptable. I think it was an important thing for them to do. No action, no peace. So you see the Democratic leaders and the Republican leaders are now negotiating back there. Meanwhile, they're just holding the well. And, and that's what they did. That's what happened. Right-wing agitators immediately took the clip of that kid being pulled into the little chamber area by troopers, not rushing the chamber, being pulled into there for like one minute. Then they paired that with Justin with a megaphone and Justin with a megaphone. And now they're telling you that was a violent insurrection and a riot and a mob and that things were thrown and they were trying to incite violence when in fact they were fighting against violence. And they're building this narrative that is a lie to tee up potentially expelling these members and make themselves look tough and make the woke mob look crazy when it was really parents and children who are afraid, who just want some common sense gun safety laws. And we can argue about gun policy some other time, but I'm not here to talk to you about that. I'm here to talk to you about the lies that are being told about what happened at the Capitol and what it says about Speaker Sexton and the Republicans that run our state and how little use they have for the truth. Jaw-dropping how little use Speaker Sexton has for the truth and how apparent that is, as he calls this an insurrection and a violent mob. And he minimizes the pain of everybody who showed up at the Capitol to call for action on guns as children die. And he's making it about that because he doesn't want you talking about guns and to realize how little they care about kids. So he's going to make it about Justin and Justin and Gloria. And really the story of this incident is now Cameron Sexton's relationship with the truth, in my opinion. And so we've been calling all day for the media to push back on this. He literally said it was maybe worse than January 6th. It's hard to imagine a more disgusting thing to say, to minimize January 6th, minimize the pain of these kids. This is really what was going on out there. This is who he said were insurrectionists. Those are your insurrectionists right there, according to Cameron Sexton. It's embarrassing, Cameron. You're the Speaker of the House, and this is what you do. This is how you show these kids how little you care about their fears and their feelings. It's a damn shame. I hope that you will let Cameron know how you feel about what he's doing right now and the narrative 
that he's trying to build about what happened that day. I was there. That is not what happened. And these guys stayed inside the whole time. And when they finally came out, the kids were gone. What kind of angry mobsters don't even wait until they come out? <laughs> A couple of the things that I'm hearing about spitting on the legislators and pushing them and throwing garbage on the house floor. These guys are just making stuff up. Gloria and Justin and Justin were letting people in through side doors. No, there's no side doors. The troopers don't let there be side doors. There was one entrance open. There's two entrances, but only one was available. There were no side doors. Those are lies. These people are lying to you. Anybody who says this was an insurrection is lying to you. And what they're really telling you is that you should not believe anything that comes out of their mouths ever, period, full stop. Sometimes it's not about the action or it is about the action, but it's also about the reaction and what it says about the people in power. You know, like Martin Luther King and the walk across the bridge. It wasn't about the walk across the bridge. It was that they knew that if they were nonviolent and they walked across the bridge, the reaction that it elicited would show the world those people in power were really all about and what was really going on. And then the beating that they took and the ugliness, that was what woke the world up. And so similarly, standing in that well and having the reaction be this lie and the narrative that Speaker Sexton is building, that is worth its weight in gold to show us who this man really is. They have done us a service to show us who Cameron Sexton really is, who Tim Rudd really is, who all of these Republicans that are tweeting about what happened really are. Again, it's the reaction where the truth lies. That's really a service to our state for them to show us who these guys are. A lot of people couldn't have picked Cameron Sexton out of a lineup before yesterday, but now you know who he is. Now you'll know his face and now you'll know not to trust him. And you know why that's important? Because he's going to run for governor. This is what we should remember. We should remember the time that a grieving state showed up at the Capitol to beg for protection for our children. And his response was to call them insurrectionists, equate them with the attack on January 6th and say it might actually be worse than that. That should be Cameron Sexton's legacy is unconscionable and unforgivable. And I will be asking him about it every chance I get. And I hope any media watching this, I hope you will ask him about that. He needs to answer for that. He made himself the story here. He is out all over the place creating a narrative that you know to be false if you're in the media because you were there in that Capitol and you know that didn't happen. This is my call to everybody. Hold him accountable. On Instagram, son who was at Covenant, she says he hit against a wall, a nine-year-old son, stick straight standing against a wall, not in a closet, not in a safe place, stick straight quiet with his friends while the continuous sounds of an AR-15 assault rifle blasted in the hallway on the other side of that wall. While the smoke smell from the shots filled their room, while the fire alarm blasted and sounds of glass everywhere. Take a moment to picture that and tell me you don't want change. Well, I want change. We need change. And it really helps to know who the people standing in the way of that change really are. So thank you, Cameron Sexton, for telling on yourself this week. See you next time.